0: Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for September 4th. I'm your host, Darn Armstrong, and with me today is Puya. How you doing, Puya?
1: I'm doing well, Taryn. I'm a little sad, but it's fine. I thought I would come in with a nice poem this morning, but I am not Christmas, so I can't pull it off. So you just get me standard today. Okay.
0: Uh, I was really hoping for a Christmas poem, but... Uh. We'll try again later. We don't get what we hope for in Big Brother. Um, So we are here to update you on everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 22 live feeds. It was day 30 in the house. Um, It was uh, Nicole Franzel's 200th day in the house, tying Janelle. uh, And as we speak today, she has now surpassed Janelle for total number of days
1: in the house. It hurts. This hurts. So it's a sad state of affairs. It's been a it's been a rough twenty four hours. If you're a fan of the uh, the Janelle Kingdom, it really, is. <laughs> the Janelle Kingdom, yes.
0: Um. Well, there's a lot to get through. Um. Because there was a decent amount that happened before the eviction. A decent amount that happened after the eviction. Um. I, I will say to uh, Amon, um. It's not. It's not great news. It's not it's not great news, Iman. No, it's not the worst news, but it's not great news. It'd be better. Um, yeah. So, all right, all right. Uh, let's get into the day. So, prior to the eviction, on the feeds, Tyler had a conversation with Ian. Uh, now, this to me felt like a conversation where we missed the first portion of it because the feeds were down either from yesterday or from the day or so before um and uh maybe when the feeds were down for like 9 hours but uh ian was like hey tyler real quick i just want to make sure we've got each other's backs uh you know heading into this next hoh essentially and uh tyler's like absolutely man i'm in as long as we call it the insurance policy um which is Such an apt name for this alliance because neither of them really are like working together. But it's literally it's this is literally just their insurance policy.
1: Yeah, it would be like if you and I played a game and we called the alliance, we're friends because we've done updates over the last three years. And that would help us like that's the alliance. name. it was very, again, couldn't have been easier to pick out.
0: Yeah. Um, there is a little bit of interesting conversation afterwards. Ian asks if Tyler's heard anything new. Now, Tyler knows from uh, from Day and Bay that Ian has been going around saying that he feels like Nicole is pressuring him to put up Day and Bay. So uh, so Tyler says, I don't know, man, uh, I feel like David's becoming a target. I feel like Day and Bay, like there's something weird, like I feel like. Uh, like people are trying to get others to like target them. Uh, I don't know about it, man. Um, and uh, he's trying to, trying to like mirror what Ian is thinking to try and like get him to open up. He asks Ian, like, what have you been thinking? What have you been thinking? What have you been, you been hearing? Uh, and Ian's like, mm, nothing. He's like, uh, nothing from his case pitch to you. Uh, Cause again, he, Tyler's trying to dig to see if, if Ian will open up about the case or stuff um and he's like yeah he pitched to me but you know i I, you know we did talk a little bit about like you know the bullhorn um but uh but you know nothing nothing too crazy so um a little bit of opening up there but um but interesting stuff nonetheless
1: yeah yeah i think that tyler does a great job as always um but this specifically in this instance a great job of i think ian was kind of like the one person he should have been worried about and he patches that up he covers that up he makes sure that ian thinks hey we're not only like gonna work together but we're on the same page we're on the same level what you think is what i think and what you want is what i want and i think that's a very perfect way of setting yourself up in the event that something you don't want happens at that old hoh Mm
0: -hmm. um so uh we also talked yesterday about a potential banner plane that was mentioned by Kevin. Um, over the course of the day, there were people that found clips on the feeds uh, here and there that could have indicated. That uh potentially um, we there was they were looking up at a banner plane, um, but it still wasn't super uh, conclusive. Last night, we heard Christmas talking about a banner plane. Um, so we have a, a a lot more reason to believe that there was, in fact, a banner plane that went by that said something along the lines of Nicole is a liar. Which I mean, honestly, like, uh, did, did they do you guys? There was a wall yeller that said exactly those words. I don't know if they needed the additional banner plane, but you know, you do
1: you, you've got your own money. When in doubt, triple down is what I'm getting here. That's what, that's what happened. I, I do think, you know, not to, I know it's been talked about a lot this past week. I haven't gotten to give my two cents on it. So I'll give my two cents on it. I think it's too much fam. Like we we need to stop enough throwing things into the wind. I'm I might be a little bit of a hipster like that, but once it's happened once or twice like I don't it now it's mainstream. Now everyone's trying to get in on it like now I'm out. Like you don't this is not good. Obviously, right now it's happening against someone that we're not really some of us are not fans of, but if the shoe was on the other foot, we'd be up in arms. So, let's just be up in arms overall and and move on. Like we're about to do in this update. We're just going to move on.
0: Yes, exactly. Um Cody talks to Nicole and he, he gives her the heads up that, hey, watch out. Ian is double dipping. He's playing us. Uh, he, he is talking to Kaser and he is telling Kaser that you are pressuring him to go after Dan Bay. And now Dan and Bay know about it. Um, this is bad news. Uh, and Nicole is just like.
1: Ultimate betrayal. Nicole is angered, obviously, because because the relationship that Nicole and Ian possess was supposed to strictly be a one-way street. Ian was supposed to only go with the Nicole plans, listen to Nicole, do as Nicole would say. Ian is kind of straying away a little bit. He's doing his own thing. Nicole's not about that life. Especially, we all know that in opportunities like this, Nicole knows exactly how to make it work for herself because she ups the emotions. She ups the feelings of betrayal. And even though it shouldn't work, it pretty much always works. So again, Nicole's doing what Nicole does best. And again, it's looking somewhat successful.
0: Yeah. If machinimo is still a thing, we could do a, like a little halo reenactment betrayal. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, Ian, she says, e- Oh my God, Ian was trying to get me to throw the HOH. What is he up to? This is this is no good. Um and they talk about like all right, screw everyone out. Like Ian is our number one target at this point. This guy is deadly. He's got to go.
1: Can't believe he would rat us out like that. You know, you don't you don't want someone who's going to be a rat in your midst. You really don't. You don't want someone who's going to betray you at all. Um it, to me it felt like In this, like, because this was all leading up. I haven't even gotten to like when the episode had happened. So in the lead up, it felt like Ian's loading his bases, but then also at the same time, his (laughs) someone else is starting to cover those bases back up again. So it was like he's fully out there with something that he wants to do, but also other people are now privy to it. Which I think is, if you're an Ian, it's the worst thing for you because, and we'll talk about it coming up. This is not a thing that Ian can vibe with.
0: Hmm. Um, so uh, Tyler talks to Kaser. He he sits him aside in the storage room, um, and he's like, "Look, man, I just want you to know, I'm keeping Christmas." Uh, but uh, they they agree that they would both love to be friends outside of the house. Uh, Tyler says, "Like, hey, man, I respect you so much. I've never told anybody I'm voting him out before. <laughs> this is the first time." Um, and Kaser says, "Look, I've got all the alliances mapped out." And Tyler's just like, blow it up, man. Blow it up in your speech. Um, and Kayser says, it's been awesome playing with you. Uh, it's a nice moment.
1: It's a very, very nice moment. And I think that um, in the lead up to this week, there ha- really has been two sides of Kayser's exit. We had the Ian side and the Tyler side where it was nice. It was heartfelt. They're like, listen, it's stacked against you. I have no choice. But it was very, very well done. And then you had the other side. Which was kind of like, good riddance, you don't belong here, enjoy doing what you do best, going out of pre-jury, that kind of mentality. So it's always very nice, especially with someone like Kayser, who's truly, you know, has a great heart to see him get this kind of exit from at least some people. Left a good taste in my mouth.
0: Yeah. Uh, So we get to the eviction. Um, Kayser makes his speech uh, and and makes Cody and Danny real mad real mad um and uh, ultimately is evicted unanimously puya it happened again pre-jury
1: it did it did at least at least so there's let's look at the silver linings because we we have nothing else left right it happened but it was 30 days that's a month that's a, a month in the house that's good also outlasted janelle that's that's a, that's a new thing that's a new thing we can look at that's good New too. milestone yeah, exactly. Um, and then he kind of had a Dr. Will-ish speech with the, you all suck. I like that. That was fun. I didn't think uh, – you'd never expect Caesar to have that kind of thing to to go on. But that was interesting to see. Um, also, a nice round number of votes out, 10-0. It's, you know, it's a round number. We like round numbers. He's a 10 out of 10 in our book. So a 10 out, I'll take it. That's fine. Um, it, it was sad. I mean, I'm, I'm being – Positive, But it was sad to see. I was very upset all night. It was just, and just the, the casual
0: gravity of slowly grabbing the hat, mm-hmm. bringing it up, taking a look at it, putting it on. Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> it was like, like he's
0: being called to war.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's like when a superhero reverts back to their old costume mm. and you're like, <gasps> you still mm. have that. That's how it felt. I was like, okay, okay, the FBI hat's on. Kaser does not care.
0: It, it was like happy. it was like uh, the Spider-Verse movie when he does the big uh, thing in the sky. If you guys saw the movie, you know what I'm talking about. It's the really cool moment in the movie. Um, so, um, I will say, uh, we talked to Kaser this morning, and uh, Kaser... Uh, I believe Rob asked him, will you play again? He said, no, I think I'm done. But that's what I said last time.
1: Hey, with 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 more and more people advocating for this shortened season. I mean, if Kaser's name pops up in that rumor mill, count me, count me happy. I, I genuinely am looking at this as we got this was the last iteration, but that's what anyone would have thought all those years ago. I don't think anyone thought going into a new decade we were going to get to see Kayser in the house again. So if it's, if he's leaving it open-ended, good enough for me. Good. Enough um, for me. Yeah, and,
0: and to your point, Priya, first time he plays, he gets evicted twice,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and he doesn't beat Janelle. Second time, only gets evicted once and doesn't beat Janelle. Third time, also only gets evicted once. This time, does beat Janelle. He is steadily
1: improving here. He is and and if it's a shortened season the the him making jury is a lot more plausible i like that him winning is somewhat plausible depending on the makeup of the cast and how soon after this it is and what the you know obviously what the feelings are about him coming in but at the very least i'm gonna i'm gonna make my mark i'm gonna make my prediction i made all my predictions on Casey have been wrong so far this year but caser is making jury if he ever plays again okay and, and i'll take that to the bank or just clip this and make fun of me when it doesn't happen. It's
0: fine. But yeah, can we get Kaser to play sequester? Because I feel like he'd be much better at sequester.
1: You know I'd be down. You know <laughs> I'd love that. I think that that would be – it's a one-night situation. It's five hours. You get – if you're you know, out there in charge out in front, you can do some damage. I'm all for it. We just yeah. have to recruit him.
0: Yeah, got to make it happen. <laughs> um, all right. So the HOH competition happens. And we are going to see Christmas take it home. Uh, look, Poohia, she's just uh, she gets in the right mind space. She uh, she thinks positively. Uh, and that's why she's such a comp beast with her two wins.
1: She's clutch. She's a clutch. Christmas is clutch. Um, it's incredible. It's incredible. You know, we had David in the midst of this comp before the questions even been read buzzes in too early 187 IQ move gets out christmas does the other thing christmas does what christmas does best says i'm not holding the wheel my name's christmas someone's about to i'm do a gift so someone give me a gift and then boom christmas is in the final round christmas davon answers too soon it's wrong christmas you have won by the grace of everyone else doing too much yeah, uh, she,
0: she pulled. She pulled a Tyson. She was just like, uh, "I'm gonna let fate decide." <laughs> it's it. Um, so the feeds come back after three hours um, because that's what we're doing this season. Apparently,
1: do we have a rhyme or reason for this? Like, is it? Are they doing stuff in between? Short because that's like potentially.
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't know what they if they need to be doing anything while the show is still airing in other time zones. But like they wait until after the West Coast episode airs to put the feeds back up, which is very unfortunate because we really seemed to miss a decent amount. Uh, Bay and Day are talking when the feeds come back. And um, there was apparently some kind of blow up. That happened, I believe. Uh, Bailey said she punched a wall, um, and that uh, this happened between her and uh, and Danny, I think, and that uh, that there that there was like uh, like a bunch of fighting that happened,
1: um, and uh, we didn't we didn't see any of it. Yeah, and we'll never know. We'll never know what happened, and and that's the that's the irritating part for me. Obviously, is the fact that. You know, we watch the show, especially now we have, we know who the HOH is right out the gate. I would like to see the fallout. You know, it's like, this is back to the, the let's get week one feeds. It's like, let's get the the first couple of hours after the HOH is decided. A lot of the tension in the house is fun to savor and it's fun to observe and see who's really shaking in their boots, who's really trying to do the most, who's trying to like map out what their next move is, all of that. Because obviously we still get a, quite a bit of content after the three hours, but I think it's critical to get those like first impressions and impacts coming in because obviously something has happened with Bailey that pretty much has carried over her energy the rest of the way in the night.
0: Yes. Um, Bailey is, is not pleased. Um, she says that uh, that like Ian screwed us over because he ran right back to Nicole. Apparently that apparently some kind of blow up happened with Ian as well. And he uh, he kind of took the approach of uh, like, like, Oh, Nicole, I, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to. Um, and so Bailey was like, not having that. Um, and she says today, like, uh, just blow Tyler up, blow uh, whoever up. I don't care. We should, we should be fact checking. We should be going to Danny. Like, let's, let's, let's just like do whatever we need to, to, uh, to figure this out because we don't like where, where we are right now. Um, and so. Uh that's that's sort of where uh where Bailey's at, at least at the start of the night, or at least when the sort of start of the feeds come on night.
1: Right. Yeah, and and that's the thing what I said alluded to earlier with Ian. He loaded his bases up, but then everything kind of got revealed going into all this, and then he didn't get the outcome he wanted. I can only imagine, especially he was first out. He was first out of this HOA. So he's out, immediately the panic sets in of like, Oh my god, who's gonna win? And I think he just it's been made obvious that he ran it back everything that he said he kind of like had the receipt he's like i I would like a refund i'm not i'm not about what i'm doing and that's frustrating if you've been someone who's been talking with ian about all this and you're like yes let's go ian we're about to do this it's a good time but ian's the only one who's due for a refund everyone else doesn't have a receipt anymore so it's frustrating for them having to deal with ian doing this but also this is how ian is i feel like he was in just in a tough spot of he just doesn't want to deal with any extra anxiety and problems for the week and clearly now that this information's out he knew he was going to have to feel that wrath so he couldn't help himself but to like run it back
0: hmm um so uh so that's that's sort of the thing and and it seems like um I, this is definitely a possibility that uh bay and and or day will end up uh ratting tyler out to to danny that uh bailey was not happy uh w- I- she's basically like tyler shouldn't be able to get away clean essentially i think is the message here that like they shouldn't be the ones in trouble uh only when tyler was a part of it too um and so uh, i think that that's still in their back pocket it does not happen this night um for i think some reasons and and those reasons might be why it doesn't end up happening but something to watch out for this week in general is this notion here that bailey or Devon might end up uh outing tyler's role in the danny business um whether it's bailey sort of out of like the sort of like spite of like uh, hey hey you should be dragged down with us or like Devon kind of like doing the fact checking thing of like well Tyler told us this um it does really feel like this is a distinct possibility here Puya.
1: it's definitely possible um it could also be the the heat of the the night where they clearly are feeling pressure put on them they've been feeling pressure put on them for literally no reason for so many weeks and now there's this stuff that's happening and Ian's feeling a type of way they're feeling that it's like why is Tyler just fine mm-hmm. and what they I don't think what is being realized at the moment is that well Tyler has to be the one person that they don't have any heat on so he can continue trying to work stuff from within but also do you really want to be in a position where it's like well I know that where his skeletons are but I'm the only one that knows they all know where my skeletons are now so I need I need it to be an even playing field so it's just about am I going to reveal the Tyler stuff to benefit me or is she gonna wake up today and be like you know what Tyler will benefit me if I don't Lowest game up. If I don't put this stuff out there, and it is a tricky spot because
0: you have these two options: of uh, I can I can retain this Tyler information and hope that he's working to help me, um, which is putting your faith and trust in Tyler which is never really a super strong move uh, or you can out Tyler um, and hope that you can shift the target onto him or that you can force him into a position where he helps you because now he has to deal with other people um, but if you do that that's kind of the nuclear option because now if he was planning on helping you he's not going to anymore and he's probably even more likely to take a shot at you so uh, you it, it's a tricky spot to navigate um and we'll talk now about the tyler and christmas conversation i am of the opinion that the better move at this moment is to is to hold off i'm not sure that outing tyler will help them uh in this particular spot here
1: i just yeah my worries because i am of the party of i don't want them to be in trouble either of them but i feel like should they do this should tyler be called out or his name be put in the crossers tyler's just gonna drop everything he's been trying to get going and be like i'm just gonna use this week to damage control and just stay like hidden again re-hide because now i'm visible i don't want to do too much so i think for them the move is to leave it for now save it see what happens at least till the noms and then figure out what the next move is from there
0: mm-hmm not, not to mention the fact that uh, you know, if they out Tyler to like to Danny or something, Danny is is savvy enough, I think, to just keep that in and then uh, and only use it on Tyler if she needs to. So basically. If he is trying to help them, then she can use it on Tyler to get her way this week. And it's not necessarily going to blow up the way they want. It's kind of like you can set off the explosion, but uh, it's more likely going to hit you in the face, even though there's a chance it might hit them in the face. Now, we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors, and we'll be right back.
1: Support for this podcast comes from Microsoft Teams. Now, there are more ways to be a team with Microsoft Teams. Bring everyone together in one space with a new virtual room. Collaborate live, drawing, sharing, and building ideas with everyone on the same page. And make sure more of your team is seen and heard with up to 49 people on screen at once. Learn more about all the newest Teams features at Microsoft.com Teams.
0: Support for this podcast comes from State Farm. With surprisingly great rates, State Farm is the real deal when it comes to home and car insurance. State Farm agents are in your neighborhood, ready to help personalize your insurance and you can manage your coverage, pay your bill, or even file a claim right from your phone with the State Farm mobile app. Visit StateFarm.com today to get a great rate without sacrificing great service. That's StateFarm.com. When you want the real deal, like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. So let's talk about the Tyler and Christmas conversation to help give you some context for this uh, <laughs> dilemma here. Um, that uh, Christmas is doing one-on-ones, Um And we missed a decent chunk of them, but uh, but we get the one with Tyler and uh, they celebrate. And Christmas is like, I'm so happy that uh, like I'm here with you, that I can you're the only person I share information with fully. Um, And I do get this this that sense, like over the course of the last like four to five weeks here, um, I have been back and forth on like every time Tyler and Christmas talk, it feels like, okay, they're locked in. But then they don't talk for a really long time. They don't share information. Then they talk and they don't share information in that talk. And then they talk again. It's like, oh, now they're sharing information all of it. So it's like, I th- I think, especially with this HOH, this is locked in. Tyler has Christmas. Uh, we can kind of put to bed the narrative of like, oh, Christmas is getting pulled by Enzo or pulled by Nicole. I think
1: it's Tyler. I To me, it plays off very much. like, You know, we all have friends who... I have friends who I don't talk to, I talk to maybe once a year, but in that one conversation that in the year, it's very clear we're still best of friends, everything's the same. That's kind of the vibe I get here. They don't need to constantly check in with each other. They don't need to constantly be examining information. When they do meet up, they sync up like an iPod to iTunes kind of thing, and that's good enough because – they don't have to be in the same room. They don't have to constantly be doing the most like, you know, the way Cody and Nicole had kind of been doing a lot at the beginning, the way Cody and Enzo were kind of doing at the beginning. Cody does this a lot more where there's a lot more combo, but this is part of Tyler savvy where he puts instills enough trust in the people he works with that. They don't necessarily feel like they have to keep talking to him to like resolidify. It's fine. So when we talk, we download, it's all good. So I, I like this dynamic for them, especially because, you know, if anything, let's point back to the HOH competition. They were the two that weren't really selected to play all the mm-hmm. way to the end. That's a great they, spot for both of them.
0: To they play. point that out to each other. They're like, "We're doing a great job." Uh, unfortunately, people saw it, but um, yeah, <laughs> I think I think that too helped solidify for Christmas. Like, it's us. Like us too. Like uh, we're the ones doing the best.
1: Yeah, no, I think I think it's a, it's a good situation for Tyler. It's a good situation for Christmas. The only worry would be. If Tyler's in a little bit of hot water and information starts coming out and then people start like pinpointing the HOH competition a little bit more, then he's in trouble. But before any of that has happened, before any of that evidence so far, so good.
0: Yes. So uh, Christmas says that she wants to go after Bay and Day. This is what she's been saying for a few weeks. But uh, she is like open to Tyler's suggestions and thoughts. Um, Tyler basically says with everything that's happening with all this blow up stuff, uh, I think it's best to keep the conflict in the house, um, meaning Danny's going after Bay and Day. Bay and Day are going after Danny, which means there's you know there's two over here. There's one over here. Um, if you take out one over here then there's still one one v1 situation happening um, he says uh, she says that uh, Kaer's plan was for day and Bay to put you, and danny tyler and danny on the block and backdoor cody and like they were agreeing to it um and tyler's like oh okay um and so uh and they they were um so christmas says that uh that she wants bay out over Dan- over day um and tyler says ah, i'm okay with that uh Chris says Bay is the better player overall, just strategically, um, you know, competitively. Uh, and and Tyler also says that, uh, you know, also you don't want her in the jury.
1: He would know. We're back <laughs> to this old chestnut again. <laughs> it's Yeah, this this point is weird to me, but I mean, he can specifically say it because like his experience and how that all went down. But like. It's 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 a very weird reason to want to get someone out.
0: I, I so this is pure speculation on my part. But okay. the night before, um, Tyler talked with Danny in the have not room and uh, and they were talking about, you know, all of this stuff. And he was, you know, doing his like, I'm not coming for you thing with mm-hmm. that he does with her. Um, and he was asking her about her jury vote. Um, and he was like, uh, you were you were a little bit of a bitter juror, right? She was like, no, absolutely not. That was never like I would never vote bitter. I voted for Portia because uh, you know, that's what I like genuinely felt was the right thing to do. And you know, it was, it's Rachel. Uh, like uh, she she was very firmly like, I am not a bitter juror. Um, and then um, and you know, I think that Tyler, I think, again, this is my speculation. I think that this really matters to Tyler. I think that he looks back at his original game and he says he's he's thinking, I think, that uh, the thing that went wrong is that I lost the jury vote. And the main culprit for that is Bailey am I really going to let Bailey back on a jury even though we've patched things up I'm hearing that she's still talking about me she is still uh you know like uh she she's basically told me like if you screw me you're dead to me um and I don't think he plans on going to the final two with her which puts him in an an always tricky situation of like how does he get her out without being the one to get her out I think that some of the motivation here, at the very least, really is about this jury stuff.
1: Yeah, well, I think, you know, both of them, you know, they come from the same season. We've talked about extensively how they've patched things up coming into this season where, you know, Tyler's joke about, like, I don't want your fans coming after me. I'm sure she doesn't want her his fans coming after her. They're going to be working together. However, we've seen it time and time again where Bailey's very nervous about, is Tyler going to play me again? Is this going to be a problem? Bailey's, like, and then the other way around like they're constantly both going to be worried because that is that is the one person in the house they can look at and be like I have a direct experience with you in this house that I haven't really been in all my life so when I'm here I know what you've done to me and that's not a great spot to be in especially if we're talking about a situation where Tyler's looking at himself like, I like I lost by one vote what was the reason I lost we talk about how Enzo keeps saying that he lost because he couldn't win comps this is Tyler's comps is the jury vote. This is all, the only thing he can look at and be like, this was the flaw in my game. Because for the most part, he played a pretty darn good game last time. So he's like, if I'm going to do the same thing where well, I'm not going to really change the formula, the one thing I do need to change is the makeup of the jury to benefit me. So I need to make sure that if I'm going to double cross people, they're not going to look at it and be like, I'm not voting for you because you double cross me. If that's a reason, he doesn't want them there.
0: Yeah. And again, this is just my speculation based on a couple yes. of, of pieces of what Tyler <laughs> has said. Um, but uh, but yeah, I mean, when you look at this cast, uh, the only quote unquote bitter jurors, are uh you know Bay and Danny potentially um uh, i guess maybe some people would argue day but i disagree with that personally um uh, and you know i mean you can kind of argue about like what even qualifies as a better juror and all that but um but a lot of these people didn't even vote in a jury because they either went pre-jury or they made it to the final too um so i uh, i i think that it's interesting thinking about how your jury vote might actually impact your game in a returning season um, and uh, how, you know, uh, so that should maybe be something that you think about when you, uh, when you play the game. Uh, but again, all speculation here. Um, so uh, he Tyler says to Christmas, hey, if you associate uh, if you do, if you make this move, if you put up a and day, then you're basically going to be associating yourself with Danny. And it's going to look like you are choosing a side and you're choosing Danny's side, which means that you might get put up on the block next to Danny. Which is not that terrible because people are really sketched out by Danny. Um, also, you never know, uh, you know, you put Day and Bay up on the block. If something happens with the veto, people are so sketched out by Danny, you could make peace with Day and Bay and throw Danny up there as the replacement. Um, like that's another option as well. And she agrees that that's an option. And so that's kind of where they're at. And so this is why I feel like. Because, again, Tyler is relatively neutral in this conversation. It's clear that Christmas is pushing in one direction, and he's very willing to to go in that direction. He also talks about, like, you could put Danny up now, um, but uh, but he doesn't push hard at all. Uh, he just throws it out as an option, doesn't push it at all. Um, but he does make sure that Danny is still in the conversation, that Danny, like, Danny is an option for backdoor, Danny is an option to go home next week. Um, and so... We've heard him say this before, that uh, that with Day and Bay on the block, that they can vote one of them out and the other one will be grateful because they had no choice. But if one of them comes down off the block, then the other one will be expecting everyone else, Tyler included, to be to vote to keep. So let's say let's say, for instance, Davon wins the veto, comes off the block. Devon will be expecting Tyler to vote to keep Bailey, um, and if he doesn't, then he pisses off Devon, and now he's lost Devon completely. Uh, so, with that in mind, he said they have to stay on the block if we're going to take that shot. So if one of them comes down, I do think it is in his head that it is a serious option to just abandon the plan entirely and uh, and throw up Danny as the as the secondary option better than than uh, than pissing off at bay and or day, whichever one comes off the block.
1: I think that Tyler knows exactly how to do this. We've seen him control someone else's HOH in the past. And the best way to control someone's HOH is to make them think that you have nothing to do with it, that you are 100% with them and listening to them. And I thought this is how we played it off last night. I thought it was a very calm, cool, collected way to do so. I do think he's letting it be known that there are more, like there's a lot of other options, a lot of other ways you can do things. If you put people on the block, it's not over. Don't just say final decision. Like there's other stuff that could happen. And I think that's a smart way to go about it, especially because given that I – would assume he's a student of the game. He knows that something could happen today. He's got to know that something could be happening today, right? So there's a lot of options in the air. He's not about to go in and pull the full ends be like, yo, we need to get her out. And yo, I don't trust her, blah, 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 blah. He's not doing that because that's not going to work on someone like Christmas who genuinely believes that her speech was impeccable, genuinely believes that she should get the hosting gig, genuinely believes that she won this competition through her own volition. So someone like that. He's playing it perfectly right now, mm-hmm. um, and and especially like it. It does.
0: I talked about this before uh, before the HOH, I think even happened, or just certainly right after that. Like um, it, it does. Like it can go either way for Tyler, uh, especially now with Ian. Uh, in the situation that he's in not being a firm number for Nicole and Danny anymore um, their power has weakened and he might even like uh, you know who knows where he'll end up but uh, maybe with Tyler which would be very useful for Tyler um, and uh, with Christmas being being able to embed herself with De- Danny and Nicole um, he can really keep a, a, a nice firm grasp on that situation whereas you've got Day Bay now kevin and david as we'll talk about later in the night starting to form together starting to talk about potentially ratting tyler out it does kind of make sense to go in this direction although i will say that i think it also makes sense to go in the other direction i do think tyler has the option either way and i think that's why his options are open either way that if the veto goes a certain way that danny is another uh, another potential option however as i talked about if day and bay Rat Tyler out to Danny and this blows up, then I think that, um, more likely than not, this option will come off the table because Tyler won't want to keep both Dane Bay in the house. And he'll have an excuse to vote one of them out, uh, even if the other one comes off the block. Uh, I guess there's a small chance that if it really pisses Danny off and Danny's like just so anti Tyler that he's like, oh, I guess I need to backdoor her. That's a, that's a small chance. I think that's a smaller chance than the other one. Um, so I, I do still feel like their best bet is this veto backdoor Danny plan
1: i think so too
0: all right so enzo talks with kevin uh now enzo is under the impression that like hey we're getting danny up we're gonna make this happen who do we get danny up next to to send her home uh he talked with kevin about it kevin's uh kevin's on board um enzo is is very like uh still anti danny or at least it appears to be uh here with kevin um Nicole talks with Danny and Tyler, or I should say, cries to Danny and Tyler. Um, she's uh, she's like, I had a conversation with Bailey, and
1: it didn't go well. Um, so, yeah, yeah, we've got a uh, we've got the resident crier crying once again, and it's because she cried because Bailey came up to her and Bailey said wait what was it that bailey said um oh because bailey was told that nicole's coming after her um something to the sort basically gang this ian stuff yeah yeah it's all of this ian fallout and this is nicole's way of bringing people closer to her and the reason the reason your boy gets a little pissed on this that was a lot of Paulisms in one that's not my intention <laughs> The reason you went full Paul there, right? Yeah. Straight up said like both of the PP. same sentence. It was bad. <laughs> no, no. Um, PPP always pulls through. P-P-P. Yeah, this this is true. This is true. I got the same letters. Um, Nicole does this and it works out for Nicole. it was like, oh, Nicole, come here. We've got you. It's all good. Bailey does this and it's like, whoa, come, whoa, that's, whoa, Bailey's out of order. This is too much. No, we got, we have to get rid of her now. This is, that's why. That, that's, those are my beefs uh, with all this situation. But yeah, she, she does this a lot.
0: I'm pretty sure I heard this line. It was, there. Day and Bay were really just like cranking out lines last night. Um, I'm pretty sure I heard this one from Day that she was like, uh, what, you never hit a wall before?
1: uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> like
0: uh i loved that um but uh but yes um i think and this is something that bailey is talking about that like uh like uh, like i get upset and everyone's looking at me um but uh but danny danny gets upset and uh it's it's no problem um and, and she's not talking about nicole right now because she's just focused on danny but uh the, the yeah. point definitely stands with nicole um So, uh, Nicole is, is crying. Uh, she talks about Ian as well. She's mad at Ian. He's denying everything, but he admitted that he got a little paranoid, which basically meant that he was admitting to it, uh, that he went to Kaser. He said that basically Ian's story is that like, oh, I know I went to Kaser and I said some things about the wall, but he, he took it and he twisted it and he made it into something it wasn't. And I mean, yeah, I'll admit that I got a little bit paranoid, but uh it's definitely not true it, the story just doesn't hold up because the information is so specific uh to the conversations that ian and nicole had that uh that she she you know she sees right through it um so she says i, I that's it i'm done with it you you do me wrong once that's it for you she's ian is now in her book her notebook um mm-hmm. but she said i'll still work with him but uh but i'm done with him
1: yeah no pretty much and and this was you know it's a classic maneuver the night that someone leaves to pin all your blames on them in hopes that there's still enough of that memory that it can glom onto and move on certainly other people in the house were doing that all over last night as well um talking about how the speech was like you know oh caser did it because he's jealous. like you cody reminds himself of a younger him i was like in no universe is that the case sorry Like, yikes. Um, <laughs> all this kind of stuff. So, like, this is a classic move. Let's blame it on the outgoing house guests so that, you know, they can take the rest rem- remnant of the blame and I can, like, find a new spot. But I do think, personally, that Nicole's going to keep a facade up with Ian at this point. And so that and if Ian wins a thing, she'll be safe. But I do think that, ultimately, it's going to be hard. It's going This is a relationship that's strained. There's no way someone as paranoid as Nicole is going to buy into Ian again. And this is just, I don't, so I guess my one question here, Taryn, is do you agree with the backtracking Ian did? Or once the ship had sailed, he, he should have just looked forward. Like did, was he right in trying to attempt to bring it back? I, he, yeah,
0: he, he doesn't have a choice here. Um, now, we're going to talk about his conversation with Bailey in a second. Uh, I think that he's absolutely right. To try and and backtrack um, because if if he doesn't, then he could be going home this week. Uh, if the veto like if the veto is won and uh, and, and it goes and he has no idea that Tyler is still going to go after Danny, uh, he has every reason to believe if the veto is won that he would be a backdoor target um, in this spot if if Danny and Nicole are in, in control and he owns the fact that yeah I did screw you over Nicole I'm not with you uh, like that's very dangerous for him. Not to mention the fact that even Even if he doesn't get back to it this week, he's in heavy, heavy water next week. Um, Whereas if he allows Bay and Day and even like Kevin and and them to like be – The because they are the ones that outed themselves in the competition. Um, and so that kind of gives Ian the option to, to you know, shrink back and be like, just deal with me last and kind of do his backup plan of making it to eight or nine and then try to win out. Um, which is still not a great strategy. There's no good choices here, just to be clear. Um, but, uh, but the I think it's the right call to try and retreat, however. As we'll talk about with the day and with the with the Bay and Ian conversation, um, he does not handle the uh, talking to uh, to the people that he's screwing over by backtracking very well at all. Um, And that's that's not great for him. It's still better than being targeted by the house. And it's not like Bay and Day are going to be able to go after Ian anytime soon because they've got bigger fish to fry. But uh, but, you know, he could he could handle this much better and he could have a much better story to tell
1: i do think that ultimately my takeaway is that the target because it started looking like there's going to be a big target on him going into the hoh the target might have been removed but the damage that was caused to his game last night has left him kind of on an island where now kind of no side's going to be trusting him moving forward really and it's just a matter of who's going to need him as a number so if he survives long enough to become a number again he can be reintroduced because or that, or he just uses the time this week to patch things up because I do feel like it strained a lot of his relationships in one night.
0: And when, here's, here's what I will say. Priya. I think the intent, and this is, I think true of just Ian's game in general, the intent is good. I think Always. what he's yeah. trying to do is the right move, but, I do think that uh, that he his the end result is actually worse than uh, if he had just owned it, because if he had just owned it, then he at least could be in with, you know, Day and Bay and David and Kevin and have uh, and even if one of them goes, he at least still has David and Kevin and, and, and Bay and or Day, hopefully, uh, as a, a little bit of a counter group, um, probably gets to keep uh, uh, at least a, some connection to Tyler, which. Could leave the door open it's not an ideal spot but it's a better spot than uh completely alienating those four um and being completely stuck um and so uh like the idea is good but he could not execute it properly and now he's in a very rough spot uh which you'll you'll understand a little bit better in just a second um so, uh Danny and Nicole after t- talk after Tyler leaves, um they say that uh, they want Bailey gone, um and that they do not trust Kevin after that HOH because Kevin, so this was the knockout competition and uh the things got exposed. Like this this knockout competition was everything that a knockout competition is supposed to be except for the end result. Um and uh they, they really exposed People's spots in the game And uh, and Kevin in particular Throwing Nicole and Cody up really, uh, really was like Oh that's I thought we had Kevin We don't have Kevin So he's in a bit of a tricky spot now as well
1: Kevin Is infuriating To watch and to like Look at and to like see and be You know he's in the underdog Like grouping but i don't really even want to see him succeed like he he does the whole oh i don't know i I really don't know i'm sorry okay okay cody and nicole okay but like it's not even that he was acting i think he just genuinely isn't like thinking about it at all like and but i think think
0: that was acting i do you think
1: that was acting if that was acting that was not great (laughs) i think i think
0: he was i think he was like he knew that he needed to do cody and nicole Mm -hmm. and he was like because they talked about this, that, that they were going to plan on using Kaser's speech to give them an excuse to like do this sort of thing. So I, I uh, because of the thing, I'm I don't even know what's happening, Cody and Nicole, um, you know, <laughs> but they, I, they saw right through it.
1: Yeah, right. And like, um, I, I do think that with Kevin, it's this is again, now that the two big bad wolves are gone, now that Janelle and Kaser are gone. And this is something that I've started feeling and percolating on. So let me know if you know if this is a thing that we're feeling. If it's a thing that's that's going on, I do think in the new age, in the new game, when there's a majority alliance and everyone kind of you know they're all kind of ish comfortable with each other, villainizing the enemy is more important than anything before now they got to villainize the next batch of people they're looking at i think kevin is one they're looking at i think bailey is so clearly someone that they're trying to do that to with every move bailey makes it's a thing that they're looking at um i do think that just saying oh kevin did this to us it's over well also like what did you expect kevin to do like he's not really with you i think danny has worked on kevin a little bit but i don't really I wouldn't say that Nicole's really been working on Kevin all that much. So it's frustrating, but also I get it because you need to throw the next name in the front of the list. And this is an easy way to be like Bailey, but then also I'm mad at Kevin now, just so you know that there's more people on the list.
0: Yes. Uh, I mean, that's, that's typically how, how it works now. um, Kevin's I think saving grace is that uh, people like Enzo who he's been working on, uh, Mm -hmm did not care at all about the cody in fact enzo was like i loved that um and so uh that's where kevin might find some protection although i fully expect that enzo would would throw kevin in front of a bus if it meant uh helping protect himself or tyler or somebody um so uh that's that's always the tricky position um but uh so uh danny also talks with nicole about tyler uh nicole is still a bit skeptical of tyler and danny says no we can trust him i'm really starting to trust tyler more he really wants bailey and Devon on the block we talked about it the other night like uh we really bonded as have-nots like uh like tyler (laughs) tyler is with us um and this is where again i feel like this to me was so such a funny situation because in Big Brother fourteen, um, Dan and Brittany used Ian to uh, to to take out Boogie and, and Frank, right? Which ended up being Boogie. Um, they they sort of like uh, they they used him as a as a weapon. They got information from him and used it as an excuse to to take out. Boogie, um, Boogie blamed Dan for it, didn't realize that, uh, that Ian was the person that had given the information. Um, so Frank holds a grudge against Dan, who he already hated. Uh, and Dan is taking the blame for something that Ian did, but Dan really did. Um, and Dan accepts the blame because he knows he can use this later. Then in Dan's funeral, he drops the bomb. Ian was actually the person all along. Um, and Frank is like, ah, oh, it's Ian. And that's, you know, that's the thing. Now Ian is in a spot this season where Ian is taking the blame. For Tyler, uh, and he is getting all the heat when Tyler is the guy that was really behind Day and Bay flipping on Danny. But Danny and Nicole are convinced that it was Ian's fault that Day and Bay were against Danny. That Ian is the one that told them that Nicole and Danny were trying to get him to go after them. And Danny is talking about how she trusts Tyler and I personally am waiting for the dam to break here because this information is just uh, just on the other side of this thin wall um, of no Tyler did it and we know that Danny is predisposed to not liking Tyler she says she's trusting him now but I think that only makes it more explosive when she finds out that Tyler was behind it all I really feel like there's there's not a lot holding that back and I'm really curious to see if and when it happens that she finds out
1: yeah, it, that'll be a very interesting day. Couple days, however, maybe it just starts the opens the floodgates and we go from there. But you know, and to someone like Tyler, I like watching him play himself out of situations that are shaky. I feel like this would be a true test on this game if he was to get caught or have his name put out there. What he would do, it'll be it'll be very hard for him to run it back with Danny, especially if Danny starts feeling like a complete fool. Because he's been able to just snow her into this very, very like heavy sense of protection. She feels completely good with him right now. So if for whatever reason that information gets out, I think that the wrath of Danny will be fun to see. And I think the uh, the Tyler plotting would also be very fun to see. I'd be I'd be I'd be OK with that.
0: Yeah, okay I, fe- I that. feel like this position of like just really starting to trust someone is the worst possible place for the betrayal to happen. Because if there's, like, full, full trust and you betray someone, it's like, you can kind of get that back sometimes. If it's no trust and you betray someone, it's like, well, I didn't expect you to, so I'm not actually that mad. It's mm-hmm. it's this, like, I was just starting to trust you that it's like, that's never gonna happen again. Um, but, uh, but we'll see, we'll see. Christmas talks with Cody. She lets him know about the Bay and Day wanting to backdoor him thing, um, so Cody is aware of it. Um, Bailey talks to Ian, and she's like, so... What's going on, Ian? Um, now, just to quickly give you some context for this, Ian approached Kevin about Nicole and Cody are running the game, so on and so forth. Um, Then he approached Bailey and they he talked about, like, there are people that are running this game. They're trying to get people to target each other. There's an octopus in the house um, and don't eat it because that's old boy. Uh, And that uh, he says that uh, there's somebody there's somebody in particular that's running the house. They say, let's say it at the same time. And uh, Bailey says, Danny, he says, Cody. And they're like, ah well, let's talk later. Um, So then it comes all out tonight while the feeds were down that uh ian is like oh no 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 no! i didn't betray nicole i didn't say anything about that it was all these people it's had nothing to do with me so bailey is under the very uh reasonable assumption here that ian just completely screwed her over here um and so she's like what was going on he says oh i didn't say anything i, I was talking to kaser about he gives his general lie story which is a very bad and not believable story. He's not, a, he's not the best liar, Ian. Um, and so he's like, I, oh, well, I only talked to, to Kaser about like these small things. And then he really took it and ran with it. And she's like, I know that's not true because we had a conversation on the hammock. What are you talking about? Uh You told me that there were two people running the game and we talked about it. And I said Danny's name to you. And now they know that I'm going after Danny. Like, what's what's going on? He was like, oh, that co- I was just trying to see if you were coming after me for real in that conversation. She's like, what are you? Like okay, so you tricked me. You lied to me. That conversation was a trap, right? And he's like, "No, that's not. I just, oh man, I just really screwed up." And she's like, "Oh, no, you didn't screw up. Uh, I'm screwed. You and your friends get to stay and I'm the one being looked at here." Uh and he says, "Oh my god, day, I'm so I mean, Bo, oh my god, I'm so sorry." And she's like, she's all she's done. She's, "Oh, now you're calling me by the wrong name.
1: Like, I just need a minute." Yeah, there's a lot to unpack here. There's a lot to unpack here. And let me just say, I am not the best person to speak on this, probably, okay? I'm not, like, the person who's going to know the most, but I'll give it a shot. So, you know, you see a lot of, like, well, Bay's, you know, why is Bay mad? What's going on here? Bay's, like, you know, a lot of people have talked about Bay's has, could be a loose cannon, whatever, whatever. From the moment they've come into the house, Davon and Bailey have been seen as a duo. They do work together. They do vibe together. They're being seen as a duo because they seem like a good fit to be a duo. And stuff like this, with Ian saying the wrong name, further confirms that kind of situation where you're literally just comparing us and saying we're the same person, basically. We're so similar that we have to be working together, that we have to be on the same page, that we have to be the same person. And this is frustrating to someone like Bailey. I mean, think about the path Bailey's had so far in this game. Anyone she's been associated with has been bad for her game. Has been poison. She was with Janelle, poison. She, you know, talks to Kaser, poison. She puts trust in Ian, turns to Biter. So I'd be mad if I was in her situation. I'd, I, you know, and then it's a matter of, am I gonna be able to c- control it? Maybe, maybe not. Maybe I would be losing my marbles. In like going through that, because what else am I supposed to do? How am I supposed to play my game if I'm literally being seen as someone who is, you know, I'm interchangeable with another house guest, whenever it's convenient. And also I can't trust anybody or anyone that I trust is the wrong person I trust. It's very hard to navigate. It's very hard to navigate, and then we you know we go back to the emotional stuff. Where now, oh, Bailey can't get mad about stuff. Bailey can't, you know, get irritated with people playing her. She can't get irritated with Ian being uh, playing her, but Nicole can, and that's allowed. Danny can, and that's allowed. These are conversations that we'll probably have at some point. Again, I'm not the person to do it because I don't think I'm the best, well versed person to bring it up, but. These are some of the reasons I wanted to put out there just in case you want to like, think about them of why Bailey might be very mad about the situations that are going on because it's damning. It really is.
0: Yes. Um, and, and you know, I, I've talked about this before, but I think that also the context matters in terms of like where Bailey and Ian are in this conversation, where Bailey is feeling like and she's not too far off, like Ian is just toying with her and playing with her and lying to her um, and that she and, and this isn't it, it's not it doesn't it doesn't actually go this far. But in her mind, like Ian just set me up. For da- for days he's been setting me up He's been right. coming for me He's been a toy of Nicole's this whole time He's part of Nicole and everything she's been doing And Danny and everything she's been doing And then at the end of this conversation After lying to me He calls me Day Uh Like that that provides another layer like this isn't like two people joking around and he accidentally said a uh, day instead of bay this is in the context of something that is uh a, like a very serious conversation and um one where she f- already feels like she's being toyed with um and so i think it's very understandable why uh on top of everything else that you said puya why she would feel uh upset about it
1: right exactly and and Here's the thing. Do I think that Ian meant anything by it? No, it was very obvious. Ian was very much immediate regret of like, oh, my God, I am so sorry. That is not what I meant. Bailey was like, I'm just going to collect myself and move on and leave. Um, So I'm not saying that Ian's got like any kind of um, malice in his heart for it. I'm not. But it's one of those things where. It's a thing that is just, it's ingrained. I think Bailey uses this exact, it's ingrained. It's in there somewhere. It just happens. It's a slip of the tongue, but there's important lessons there to be learned. So. Mm-hmm.
0: Um, and and you could tell, you could tell like Ian immediately was like, true bad. Um, and for the rest of the night, he, he talks, he talks, he doesn't talk directly about uh, in fact, he, he went to talk about it in the Feeds Cut. Um, but he's talking about it for the rest of the night like, uh, like he knows he screwed up. Um, and he is, uh, he is not happy with himself in, the, uh, for, for it. Um, So Bay goes and talks to Day and she says, like, Ian screwed us. And so now this is sort of, I think, what is what might help Tyler if Tyler doesn't get exposed. I think it's because Ian is taking, again, all of the hits here Um, and he's he's taking the hits with both sides, with both Danny and Nicole and now with Bay and Day, who now uh, feel especially like. Ian is the one that set us up. Ian is the one that screwed us. Um, Ian is the one that uh, that like we're blaming for this. It's not Tyler's fault, um, which is uh, like true. Tyler didn't screw them over, um, you know, with the information. Uh, it it was actually uh, it was actually Ian, and then not intentionally, it was Ian via Caser to Dane Bay, who said it to Cody, and so really it was if uh, if you think about it it was actually Bailey's fault cuz she told Cody about the and Ian information and then Ian he went to Nicole with about the Ian stuff and that got back to Dan. so but also also Danny was coming for them before any of that happened anyway so it's really <laughs> nobody's fault but Danny's <laughs> if you really want to go back um but uh, but they're bl- but they're blaming it all on Ian um and so Ian is taking the brunt of this and they're not talking about Tyler anymore but again that's That's a that's a thin defense for for Tyler and it could easily be broken. Um, Bay Day and Kevin start talking and uh, they're like, "Uh, we're in trouble, Kevin. He's like, what? Why? Because he just had a conversation with Enzo where he was like, Danny's going up. Um, And so they're like, because did you just see what was happening? He's like, but I thought that, you know, it's Cody and Nicole. Like, are are they going after like it's like. What are you talking about? like they they're like, why are you playing dumb with us, Kevin? Um, like they <laughs> this is just <laughs> this is just this lasts a while. Um, and it's honestly it's difficult to even parse what the thing is here. I, I'm pretty sure the bulk of it is that when Kevin talked to Ian, It was Nicole and Cody. Those are the two that are running the game. And Davon was like, uh, Danny is the problem. Um, And he was like, I don't think Danny's a problem. Danny's the distraction. It's Nicole and Cody that are running the show. That's the information that he has. Um, And we talked about this a little bit. That you know Kevin and Day, Day were were like really just Like out in their own worlds when they Had this conversation and so I think they didn't even fully understand each other When they were talking and so Kevin was like great I talked to Day, Today about how it's Nicole And Cody and it's not Danny And then remember yesterday on the update I mentioned that he went to to Danny And he's, he asked her if there was anything weird happening He went back to Day and he was like I really don't think Danny's involved Like I think that she says nothing wonky like Danny is the distraction it's Nicole and Cody and so when they're like it's obviously Danny we talked about he's like I thought we were talking about Nicole and Cody and they were like don't play dumb with us Kevin we had a conversation he's like I swear we we agreed that Danny was the distraction and it's Nicole and Cody. And they're like, and Dave just like, do you not listen to me when we talk? Um And they just like, they really start to get into it. Um And he's, he's like, he's laughing because he thinks it's like, this is just a misunderstanding. But Bailey is like, this is, I'm not joking. I hate you.
1: Because think about it. Think about how much conversation time the two of them have had. (laughs) They've never
0: gotten along. Yeah.
1: Yeah. This is just infuriating. And especially with Kevin saying, like, Kevin literally uses the term, well, can you, like, he does okay I don't remember the exact quote, but it was pretty much it was like, teach it to me like you would teach a five year old, is yeah. what he kind of says. Like, can you like spoon feed me the information? Cause yeah. I'm not getting it.
0: I just need to I, like, okay, I, I'm sorry for whatever misunderstanding I have I have. Just please tell me the thing and I'll agree with it. I promise. And they're just like, You can't you can't get out of it now, Kevin. Uh, <laughs> So, that's gonna continue a little bit later. Bay's gonna talk with Enzo. Um, Enzo talks with Bay about, like, uh, hey, I think we can get Danny up. I think we can get Danny gone. Uh, giving Bay some hope. Um, and really, like, hammering home, like, I'm on your side. We need Danny out. Um, and she's like, well, why is Cody protecting them? And he's like, I don't know, yo. I don't know. Uh, but, but he, I don't care, yo. I'm gonna take them out. Uh, we'll take out all his side piece. We'll force him to come back to us. Yeah, that's it. Um, and so she's she's la- like, Enzo is the, like the only person uh, beyond day that like uh, that, that Bay is like not mad at <laughs> during the night. She's like, she's on board with Enzo. Um, so Nicole and Ian talk. Uh, Ian denies that he said anything to Kaser, um about targeting Bay and day. And she's like, because I didn't even do that. You I would never try to make you do something that you wouldn't want to do, Ian. I would just manipulate you into doing it. Um and uh, <laughs> he said but he do, but again, it's it's this conflicting story of yes, I talked to Kaser. No, I didn't say you were trying to get me to go after Bandai. Day. Yes, I was paranoid about the bullhorn and I made I talked to him about that a little bit, but no, I didn't say anything specific. But yes, he specifically knew everything that we talked about.
1: It's a hard, it's a very hard line to walk to successfully maneuver. And I just don't think the tools were there for that to successfully happen at any point.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, like, I, I, I told Ian, <laughs> I told him. <laughs> I've been telling him for days. Ian, <laughs> stop. Why did you talk to Kaser at all? There was no
1: point. No point. Um it's, he was going home. It's done though. He was gone. Like you could have spent those days just, you know, swapping niceties, hanging out. But like too you you did too much. You did too much, and now you're on this lonely island. Like, you're Andy Samberg and the crew. Like, it's not a good position. For
0: and, your, like, I guess the whole point was to have Kaser do his speech, but there was n- literally nobody in the audience of Kaser's speech that hadn't already been talked to by Ian that, like, needed to know the, you know what I mean? Like, uh, like, it, no, it didn't, speech didn't reach anybody except for Cody and Tanny. Like, it was a great speech, but, like, right. it's not like it changed the game. It did anything significant other than basically out the fact that this was being talked about and that, because the information was already out there that Ian was talking to him about it. Yeah. Um, so, uh, just, you know, uh, just, just frust- frustrating stuff there. Mm-hmm. Um, Nicole then has a conversation with Dave who wants to know, uh, about what's going on with, uh, what happened in the HOH competition. Why were we being targeted? Also, why did you run up to Christmas when she won? Like, oh, thank God the day didn't just win that HOH. Um, and Nicole is, like, full, like... Oh, no, <laughs> I knew that you would think that. Oh, man, no, definitely not. I was even thinking I even said to somebody like, oh, I would have totally done the same thing if Day had won. I was just celebrating. I was so happy. And, you know, like Nick Christmas is my friend, too. So I was just very happy for her. Um, and. so,
1: <laughs> Yeah, so the other thing that comes up in this is, yeah, so. When Kevin didn't know who to pick, I felt like he looked at you and you signaled him to do this. And she was like, no, I looked at Memphis because I thought he was going to pick Memphis. So I don't know where you're where that's coming from. So then that comes up and then this comes up. And it's just like, Nicole, stop with the nonsense, like really truly stop grasping at straws here well it's
0: it's basically like um like two people who just shot each other uh and then but now they're out of bullets uh and they can't do anything uh and so they're just like uh so why did you just do that like oh no i didn't mean to do that i was just like uh i just kind of was like you know just Just kind of enjoying myself And then Oh I just accidentally Shot over in your direction And happened to hit you I'm so sorry Uh but also, why did you shoot me? Um, oh, well, see, I also just was happening to play around with some things, and I was looking over at Memphis, and then I accidentally was like, oh, and I saw a thing over there, and then it just happened to shoot you. Oh, man. Man, well, this is such a gr- such a misunderstanding that happened over the course of this HOH competition. It's wh- how silly of us to have gone through this. We really should talk more often so we don't have these silly misunderstandings in the future. Uh, and then they they walk away and they're both just like
1: <laughs> I love that in two different situations in the last about 24 hours they've both talked about we need to open the lines of communication more. We need to open the lines. Of, that's the, that's their that's their phrase. And if anything, every time they talk, I feel like the lines of communication are more strained and less likely to be effective uh because they're playing each other. I'm pretty sure they kind of both know they're playing each other at this point, but also we go back to the old tale of I don't think Nicole's going to want to be the one to do it really to Davon but I don't think she, for any reason she's going to be trying to keep Davon around.
0: Mhm. Um, so they also talk about the Ian rumors. Uh, they both again, they're pretending that they only know a little bit of it. Like, oh yeah, I was hearing that like somebody was trying to get Ian to come after us. I don't, I don't know who. Um, and Nicole's like, yeah, there was, it was me that, that they were saying that they were trying to, and I was hearing that, you know, Ian was saying that I was trying to get him to target somebody. I don't know who. Davon's like, yeah, it was me that he was trying to, uh, <laughs> like, they, but they just blame Ian for it um like that, that ian really screwed us up both over here with c- creating all these you know rumors that are totally definitely false um so uh it's it's a it's a funny conversation uh,
1: to say the least yes
0: yeah, no. um so uh bay is then gonna go talk to day and kevin uh again and they're still mad at him uh, He 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 still feels like this is just a s- silly misunderstanding and he's f- perfectly fine to be on the same page as them now um but he's like so can you can, are you are, can you guys now it's like now that you've cooled down can you explain it to me exactly what i need to know um and they're like no you you stop kevin stop playing dumb kevin i do not believe that you are this stupid i think you're pretending to be stupid and kevin who i'm sure is being genuine has just been called uh that him being genuine
1: is pretending to be stupid are you stupid are you dumb or are you stupid yeah it's there's honestly it's one of the most infuriating things you know it's like if you've been studying for an exam for months and then someone pulls up to the class and goes so which chapters are we doing like for this exam it's like are you kidding you've been in you have a perfect attendance you're here all the time like how do you not know this it's very difficult especially on top of all this if this is someone who's in your like study group or in your like class project you have to work with this person you're like how did i get so unlucky Why? what do i have to deal with this nonsense i have to reteach you everything like come on Mm-hmm. Um, so he, uh, he
0: keeps trying to say, explain that he really thought Danny was a distraction that Nicole and, and Cody were the people running the house. Um, and he, he says, like, oh, like, what do you, I was on the block last week. Like, uh, wh- why do you think, like, what do you think I'm doing? Um, and, uh, Bay's like, well, how about, how about this? You're a pawn when you're on the block. I'm a target. You are selfish. And I'm going to need you to get yourself together. Uh, Kevin's just like laughing because it's funny. But also she's not laughing and she's like, I'm not joking, Kevin. This is not a fun, like playful reading session. Uh, This is me actually mad at you. Um, And he's like, he doesn't know how to handle it.
1: Yeah, I don't think he knows how to pivot and. Changes demeanor real quick from someone who thinks it's a joke to, oh, my God, I'm sorry. What can I do? Because I think when he tried to seriously be like, I don't know, that annoyed them. So what is he going to do? Like, sympathetically say, I don't know. Teach me like that's not going to work either. So there's really no winning here for Kevin. So he's doing the awkward like, I don't know anything else to do but to continue to laugh at this very nervously.
0: Mm-hmm. And she talks about how he was like a like uh, he was a floater on his season. that Like he didn't get involved in any <laughs> uh, actual battles or anything. He's like, yes, I did. And she's like, not until the end. And he's like, no, the first week I was people were being racist toward me. Like uh, I was totally involved in fights. What are you talking about? Um, but uh, it's this just uh, it's very messy over there. Um, so Cody talks to Bailey. They talk through it's it's a similar Conversation to the one Nicole and Day had where um, They're just kind of like BSing each other A little bit uh, about like oh it's All Ian's fault and this is why we Did this and this is why we picked you in the thing And so on and so forth um, And then Day comes in And she uh, is Later going to tell us that uh, she's going to Put on an, uh, an acting uh, class uh, she's Send The Oscars her way That um, she's like uh, hey Cody why is Danny after us and he's like well hey we're not that tight I don't know I don't know what she's doing and they're like yeah but the other night you were like I don't know why she's doing this we're pretty tight Um, and he was like well no like not in a game sense like we talk personal stuff that's all that's all Um, and she's just like well speaking of personal stuff why don't you talk to me about personal stuff like I see you laughing and joking with other people You know, you don't talk to me like that like I just feel really left out and it hurts my feelings. It's not very fun. Um, he's like, Oh my God, I'm so sorry. Um, and, uh, again, later, later she talks to the camera. She's like, uh, I hope you're sending the Oscars my way. Mm -hmm. Uh.
1: This is, so there's tears. There's two types of tears, right? There's fake tears. I do love a good fake tear, especially if you do it well. That was, that's what Dave on was doing. Then there's real tears. And with the real tears, there's sincerity or there's just I'm being pouty. I don't like the pouty tears, but I do like the acting tears. And this was pretty fun to see at least a little bit. Obviously, you know, I've talked about this before. It's fun to see this. It's fun to see like detective motor. I'm going to throw breadcrumbs and let the information come back. But is it beneficial to her? And that's the part which is like.
0: Mm. yeah i i appreciate i i, I so appreciate dave Vaughn and who she is and i love yeah. the way that she thinks about the game and i love the way that she approaches the game um i i don't think this is the right tactic with cody i think that like crying to cody about like feeling left out and stuff in my opinion cody's reaction to this is going to be oh my god Devon cried to me about I don't spend enough time with her like what does she want from me Uh, like I I don't I don't think it's going to be the the reaction that she wants
1: it'll make for a good segment on the show but I do think for game impact it's not going to have the impact that she's hoping for
0: Mm mm-hmm so, uh, Bay, Day, Kevin, and David talk a little bit later. They finally start to, like, uh, you know, smooth over those rough edges and they talk about how the four of them need to work together. They need to be hands in and, uh, and, and, and commit to each other. Um, And uh, this is, you know, something that they probably should have done like four weeks ago. Um, But they're doing it now uh, when one of them is about to probably go home, but
1: uh, you know, it's happening. I mean, at least get the participation in, get the, get the group in before it gets split up, at least have it be a part of history, right? I guess that's the optimal way to look at it. Absolutely. They should have done this way earlier because right now, there's four of them, but also none of them have the power. So none of them gonna going to have a big control. They also don't have the majority votes if something was to happen. So this is pretty much, for all intents and purposes right now, a let's make a group so that we have a squad, so that we say we tried.
0: Yeah. Uh, Christmas talks with Enzo late into the night, um, and she talks about wanting to go after Bay and Day, and Enzo doesn't put up a fight. Uh, yeah it's fine with me uh, we'll, get, we'll get Danny next um, And uh, they agree that Danny Will continue to sink her own ship uh, The plan is still in place That Danny is still a target But, uh, but the shot is going to be taken at Day and Bay First um, They talk about Kevin uh, w- uh, and, and the situation with the, um, the HOH but uh, they still want to work with him They still feel like uh, he can be valuable To their games so they're going to continue To try and work on that
1: relationship yeah, I this was, was low-key very surprised with uh, Enzo here that he didn't put up the fight. He His energy screams, like, I'm going to get my way, yo. But he didn't do it. I appreciated that. He kind of pivoted the other way where he was like, yeah, like, he kind of, like, said, oh, no, yeah, of course. Like, these people don't know what they're doing, yada, 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 like, piled the other way. But I do think that it just makes sense for them not to really fight it too hard if Christmas doesn't want it. Also... In the event that they want to, I feel like they can get it pushed that way. But for the first night, it's always best to let the HOH live in the glory of their win. And then maybe tomorrow something happens. Maybe this, once the new room gets revealed, I think the spook factor could be something that can be used effectively to get it to be done. But also, ultimately, all I want to say with this is that I'm very pleased with Enzo not trying to put the most in to get what he wants out of this.
0: Enzo is not a pusher. Um and he talked about that a lot and during his HOH like hey hey you and HOHL yo? it's your call you won it yo that's it um, so uh, he, he really is not much of a pusher I, I think he I think if he had his preference he would see Danny leave this week but he is perfectly willing to uh, to let Christmas take the shot at day in bay this week because th- that shot needed to be taken anyway mm. um, so it, it's just switching the order up a little bit um, and, and I think he also knows that this is what Cody's been pushing for a while so it's like alright you know Cody's gonna get his way this time but Danny is next uh believe that yo
1: is this up do you think so ultimately the last question being say the two of them go up do you think at least the one thing um tyler and enzo are going to collectively try and do is keep bailey over dan uh, davon that'll be their big task this week or do you think they're starting to get to a point where they're just content with one of them leaving anyway so enzo will definitely want
0: to keep Bay that's what he's been saying for a long time. Um Tyler I don't think is as convinced in fact I, I I'm I do think that Tyler you know he it's hard to know because again Tyler's also going to agree. Christmas said it first. I want Bay gone and Tyler was like, "Sure, here's reasoning why that makes sense." Um we may, like that's what Tyler would do if he wanted Bay out. That's what Tyler would do if he wanted day out and he's going to slow play it because there's plenty of time to decide. Um, Mm -hmm. so I, it's, it's hard to say exactly who he wants out. Like I said, my theory is that he might be worried about Bay in the jury and that might be a reason that Tyler does want Bay out first. Um and uh in addition to that you know keeping Davon around uh kind of works for you um with a few other pieces on the board um David for you know better or worse doesn't have as good a connection with Day as he does with Bay so it helps Tyler pull David in a little more um it helps uh it helps with a few different things um and Christmas is right uh, at, you know at the end of the day Bay is uh just uh, a little more of uh an active player uh who can like get in with people um and uh a, a little bit you know i think uh you know, Bay, bay's the bay's the better player i think i think uh i, I think we we I, at least i at least i i would say that myself <laughs> i love Devon, but uh i do think that Bailey has been playing better this season
1: that's a fair assessment i think she she definitely does play the game in a more effective manner i think um i do think that there's going to be people who say that you know well well she gets mad a lot etc etc she's a passionate player she is Mm -hmm. a passionate player so when bailey is in a position where stuff aren't going her way she has a very hard time of taking that sitting down no matter yeah. what the situation
0: is. Bailey, I think is a player that does not deal with uh, adversity super well. Right. Um, but, uh, but she did de- like, uh, like it's, it's hard to even say that, like she's constantly dealing with, uh, like a, a, Always. like <laughs> white noise of, de- of, of adversity. Um, so like when, you know, bigger spikes come up, it's like the patience is already worn thin. Um, but like as a player that is unfortunately, a, like a weakness that, uh, it's she's she doesn't always you know handle the adversity uh super well when it when it comes up in spikes like this yeah yeah um, so that's basically it. We also had, like I said, Day was talking to the cameras. Her plan, she said she she didn't talk to Danny intentionally because she wants Danny to feel bad about what happened. Um, and then if she if Danny feels bad, then she won't do it again. Which, uh, like again, I I love that I love like her thought process. I think it's wrong, um, but uh, but I love hearing it. Um, and she talked about like the Cody situation, and she's trying to you know. Pretend to smooth things over with Nicole and she's trying to cover her bases. Um, I love I, I loved he I love seeing this. Uh, she called it like Devon's diary uh, diary uh, session or something. Um, I, I, I just I love her so much. I just uh, you know, I, I don't think any of it's going to work. But like uh, I loved hearing it.
1: I always love when Davon brings the entertainment, whether it's effective or not. She puts 110% into it and believes that it's going to work. So I appreciate that. Um, But I also co-sign that I do not think it's going to be effective. But we'll stay tuned. We'll see. Yeah. All right. So um,
0: that's basically what we had from what we're looking at is uh, Christmas will probably be nominating Bay and Day. I expect that Bailey will be the target. Um, Enzo might have something to say about it. But like I said, Enzo is not much of a pusher. So mm. uh, he will probably just let it go and then just start working on day, which is perfectly fine for him. Because uh, as we've discussed in the past, Bailey was actually always a little bit more with Tyler and Devon was actually the one that was more with Enzo. So this actually kind of works out for Enzo in a way. Um, but, you know, uh, that's what it's looking like. There is still definitely a distinct possibility of a back door uh, with Tyler in Christmas's ear that if day or bay win a veto, that we could we could see Danny up as a replacement. Um, I do think that is a distinct possibility. But uh, don't get your hopes up too high.
1: And and we do not know what is located within that old basement that's coming Correct. into play today. Yes, yes. Yeah,
0: I, th- I think the feeds might be down for it right now.
1: I think I saw someone mention it in the chat earlier. So it's been a little bit maybe like 30, 40 minutes since Um, for sure. I do think that the basement is probably going to be similar to the hacker comp, similar to like or the app. Um, was it the did they call it the app store in the game? What was the phrase? The, yeah, the, the app, app, the power app store or something? There we go. Something like that. Yeah, I think it's going to be similar to that where there's going to be three unique types of advantages and the winner will get that advantage now what i don't know is is it going to be in the same vein of the safety suite where you got to like make a conscious decision of entering for it or is it kind of like the hacker comp where everyone partook
0: I, I, I think I think that uh it would be fun to do uh do it the same way the safety suite happened where mm-hmm. there in three weeks there will be three competitions for powers um and you can choose to compete once to try and win a power. Um and uh so I, I think that would be fun. And it maybe would also be fun if uh if you had the choice. Uh you know, so that if you wait to the third one, there might be less competition. But you get the last pick of powers or something. You know what I mean? Like, I,
1: yeah, I also, I don't know if I fully like the idea. It just came to my head. If it is the power of choice where you get to choose whether you partake or don't, but everyone gets taken to the basement every week and get into their little cubicles. And then they opt in or opt out there. I don't know if I prefer that or mm. not. I don't know because like, because it's supposed know.
0: to be a secret power. Right. If you know who played, then you, you can narrow it down right um i mean they would all just tell each other but you might yeah it is it, it, that sort of like uh, but are they lying um <laughs> yeah i like that i like that keep yeah. it a secret who played
1: yeah and then you know it'll be a fun segment on the show where like enzo's just sitting there feet kicked up like i'm not partying i'm not participating i'm just sitting here enjoying myself so i think i think we'll see we'll see how it goes
0: yeah okay all right so that's what we have for you from yesterday on the big brother 22 live feeds i'll of course be back tomorrow morning at 11 a.m eastern to update on everything that happens today on the big brother 22 live feeds um and tomorrow is also a saturday so tomorrow night uh at 9 p.m eastern we're going to be back with another round table talking some legacy watch We'll see where caser lands we'll see if anybody else has gone up or down on the legacy watch should be some fun. So check that out. And of course, Sunday nights we'll have a recap for the Sunday night nomination episode of big brother 22. Puya, where can people find you?
1: Uh, people can find me on all social medias, Twitter, Instagram, Twitch, Puyaism for all three. Um, also, I have released the latest episode of the 90 day fiance wrap podcast that is available as well. Um, we are hitting a mid-season finale for one of them. So now I'll be covering one show for the next couple of weeks. We're not going to have another one until October, but definitely check it out. It's a good time. Um, yeah, but I had fun today. You know, despite Kacer having left last night, I feel a lot of positivity going into the rest of this game. There's some intrigue. The feed should be interesting this week. I think the wrinkle of the basement should add some interesting elements to it. So all in all, not a bad spot to be in on a Friday morning or Maybe. afternoon now
0: <laughs> yeah uh well you can of course find me on twitter at ArmstrongTaren or on twitch twitch.tv slash armstrong we had some fun last night watching some of these post hoh competition feeds uh together so you can check me out there and thank you for joining us see you next time